0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Find Me in a Book podcast. I'm your host, Tav. Today, we are going to be talking about a couple books that my mom recommended, which this past week, I was like, Mom, I am in a book slump. I don't know what I want to read and what I want to talk about for this next week. Can you please send one of your recommendations? And she's like, yep, I gotcha. So she sent me over one, and it was called False Identity by Jennifer Youngblood and Sandra Poole. And I guess it's a Christmas book. I, to be honest, I'm going to be real honest this whole episode. I read the first like prologue and already I was like, no, I don't want to read this. And so I was like, mom, send me another one of your recommendations. So she did. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I read the first book and was like, that was really, really short. I am going to read the second book then. So that's what I did. I think there's like six books in the series, but I read the first two and that's what we're going to be talking about. I was very surprised. It was pretty spicy. My mom did not tell me (laughs) that these were spicy or not. I usually assume that they're not going to be spicy, maybe like a level one or two, um, because she usually tells me when a book is spicy. But yeah, she didn't say anything about it. So I assume that it wasn't because that's her preference. So when I was getting into it, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what am I reading, Mom? What are you reading? Uh, But no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that level of spice. And so it was a nice, nice, nice surprise. So, yeah, a lot of it is like kind of like four out of five spice. But for the most part, it's like a three out of five, which isn't bad. This is a contemporary romance. And again, there are like six books in the series they are the whole series is called Heroes of Chance Creek, which is based in Montana. And it's about these brothers. I think there's four brothers. There's Mason, which is in book one, Austin in book two. And Austin is a twin. And his name is Zane. And then the youngest is Colt. So there's four boys. And but I think that there's like a couple extra books or something. So yeah, like, five or six books in the series. And uh, they're all based in the military too. Like all of them are in a different branch of the military, I think, if not a couple of them in the same branch of military. So it's very much like military contemporary romance, but also based in like Montana. It's very interesting. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I said earlier, this is not my type of book. Um, or series. I (laughs) I just, I don't know what to say. I'm not going to like yuck someone's yum. I don't know if that's the right like phrase to use, but I'm just going to say like these type of books are not my favorite. And I actually, I had a hard time reading this series because it was just like so dry. I'm sorry mom I really am I'm not bashing like your types of books um or the series or the author this author has great writing actually she explains things really well she doesn't go into like way too much detail or she like it's not confusing to read her writing which I really enjoyed that but it's just like what the series is about and and everything like that is just not something I would ever reach for unless I was absolutely recommended it. So the basis of the story is that there's the four brothers. They're all in the military. And their dad died when they were younger. Mason, the oldest, he was 18. And he immediately went into the military after that. Um, and his mom, their mom, moved them to Florida to live with their aunt, and she was there as well with them. So they kind of gave up the ranch to their dad's brother, so their uncle, and he basically like ruined it and it went into the ground and just like just destroyed it basically. The uncle died. So that's where we come to this point um, where we at- are at in the story that their great aunt calls Mason and says, Hey, your uncle died. Uh, I want to give you I want to give you and your brothers the ranch, but I have some stipulations. And at that point in the book, it was really quick, honestly. The first book is very short. I think there's like 150 pages. so it's very short. And so she like the aunt like gets into it. She's like, okay, you and your brothers have to be married within a year. And one of you has to have a baby on the way or have a baby because in order to keep this ranch, like there needs to be an heir so that they can take over the ranch when y'all are gone, basically. So yeah, she had these stipulations. And so Mason, of course, was like, yeah, absolutely. Like we want this ranch. We will do whatever it takes. And so he like Skypes his brothers and was like, hey, I'm going to be putting up this wife wanted ad on like online. And so that we can all find wives within the year and save the ranch, get up and running like this is going to be like our livelihood, basically. So all the brothers are like, what are you talking about? Which is a very under understandable reaction, because as I read this, I mean, the title of these books is the Navy SEAL's email order bride and then the soldier's email order bride. So I kind of already knew what I was getting into, but even just reading it, I was like, cringe, 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 cringe. Uh, So the brothers aren't happy about it, but they're like, okay, yes, we want the ranch as well. Like we're going to do this, which they're all overseas deployed and Mason is going to be getting out in the next month. And then I believe Austin is following him the month after that or two months after that. Uh, And then the other two boys will be coming back like at the end of the year or something. So Mason is the one that puts up these ads like cre- He creates a, a profile for each of his brothers, and he, uh, I don't know if the other brothers are like this, like Austin kind of seemed like it too, uh, but Mason put some pretty rigid requirements for this wife um, that he's looking for, and at the title, he put like practical wife wanted, which, I mean, who wouldn't be turned on by that, you know? Like, oh yeah, that's me, a practical wife. Absolutely not. Uh, in the skills required, it's kind of like a job requirement, like job application or ad or whatever. Uh, it says riding, roping, construction, animal care, roofing, farming, cooking, cleaning, metalwork, small motor repair. Really? Who, who knows how to do small motor repair? Like, that's not a common thing. Like, no one can... I mean, maybe people know how to do all this. I'm sure if you grew up on a farm, you would know how to do all of this. But most people don't know how to do all of these. Like most people don't know how to do any of these, which that's me. I don't know how to do any of this. Uh, I can cook and I can clean. But when it comes to like small motor repair or construction, count me out. I can't do it. I use command strips. I don't know how to build something. I need instructions. That's why we have IKEA. <laughs> That's the most construction I can do. Uh, so yeah, just these requirements. I was like, okay, <laughs> he's he's got something in mind. And then we meet Reagan. She is based in New York and she uh, just quit her job because she is going to go into consulting. Uh, she was a loan officer at a really big bank. And she's going to, yeah, I don't know if it's like consulting banking or something. It didn't really go into detail at all. Uh, But she really wants a baby, like really, really wants a baby. So the next month she has it scheduled to go get artificially inseminated so that she can be a mother. So um, she one night got really drunk and found the wife ad, and replied to it as a joke, and was making fun of it the whole time in the email. Um, Mason saw it naturally, and he was actually really amused. So he replied back to her, and starts a conversation with her. And she's like, uh, no, I just started this out of a, a joke, but you're really hot, so I'll keep talking to you. And th- yeah, they, they hit it off really well, uh, But again, Reagan is like, "Mm, nope, I have a plan and I don't want to move to Montana. I'm going to stay here in New York. I'm going to have the baby. Everything's fine. I have it all planned. And he just doesn't fit in it. So he's released from active duty. And instead of going straight to Montana, he stops in New York. Him and Reagan have actually been talking for a week to two weeks, I think it is. Actually, no, it's, it's a couple weeks at that point. So he stops in and surprises her. Which they have Skype before they've been on calls before, so they've seen each other, but still, like to su- surprise her after a couple of weeks, like I would be very alarmed at that, like that's a red flag, and so they spend the next couple of days together, and he's like, "Hey, just come out to Montana, see if you like it, see if it's something that you might be interested in, and then if not, in the like after a week or two, like I'll send you back, like you can come back here, you've already paid your month's rent." You don't have a job really lined up. Just come and stay and see if you like it. And she's like, all right, I guess I can do that. So she flies out and he puts her to work and she helps her on the farm. And of course they fall in love. And that's literally it. <laughs> like that's the first book. Very short. With a book that's that short, there is not a lot of character detail, not a lot of storyline, not a lot of depth. Like there was no drama in it. Like, you kind of knew that they were going to fall in love, but there was no drama. Like, I thought that there'd be something about, like, uh, the uncle or something. Like, he left, like, it. I don't know. He He left it in a bad place, like the ranch, and, like, he owed people money, so people came and, like, asked Mason for money. But that was literally the only drama. Like, there was nothing holding my attention in this book. So I was like, that was not... Great. <laughs> it didn't. Uh, it didn't reach my expectations. So I was like, okay, I have time. I'm gonna read the second book. See if that is better. And yes, it was better. It's basically twice the size of the first book. And there's a lot of character depth. There's a like a storyline. There is a little bit of drama. Like it's much better. So and I really don't think that you have to read the first book to read the second book kind of related kind of not. So if you did want to read this series, I would just skip the first one and go to the second one. It's much more interesting and the characters are are better and I just I liked it a lot more. And like the series that I talked about last week at the end of the episode by, I think it was like L. Kennedy, where I liked that series, I was intrigued by this, like the characters. And so that's when I read the whole series, even though I didn't love the whole, like all the books. Does that make sense? Like this is the same kind of thing where I don't love the books, but I kind of want to know what happens to the other two brothers. And so I might just hurry and read the other two books. But it's not like I like all of this, you know, like I just I need the story to be wrapped up and only reading the first two books, I feel like it's not. So I don't know to be determined on if I will read this whole series. We'll we'll see, I guess. Um. So we're at book two now. Yes, I enjoyed it a lot more. There's a little bit more drama, but a lot of it is like internally with the characters Uh, because Austin, he has quite a bit of PTSD. Like he went through um, some combat. His best friend died by his side and he couldn't save him. So he goes through like a lot of internal turmoil. I liked learning about that. Like there was a little bit of information on how he got help. And I thought it was very raw. I appreciated that it was talked about um, because I feel like it's not talked about a lot. and. I don't know very much about the military. I don't know um, what it's like to be like a military wife. My sister is a military wife. And just like the stories that I've heard from her and seen, I I just, I don't know very much about it, but I want to. And so I appreciate when books do go into kind of like the PTSD because then we are able to learn more about it. And uh, Austin is pretty gruff. He's like more gruff than Mason, um, and is very much against getting married, which I think all the brothers were against getting married. So he puts out a different ad than Mason. And his ad basically says, like, hey, I need you to play this part for a year. And then after that, we can get divorced. Um, so he just wants it for the year so his aunt can see that he's married and they, him and this girl to be like to pretend to be in love and to pretend to be married, and then they can separate ways, which I think that's a good deal. And then we meet Ella. So Ella is our our female character, female main character, and she is actually a famous actress. So when it opens up on her, she is actually in like the theater waiting to hear if she's going to win an Academy Award, Um, She has like a good chance of winning and she's there with her fiance and she notices that he is looking at the actress that is like her rival that it's either like this actress or Ella that would get this Academy Award and she's noticing that he's like looking at her and then this other girl wins and so he goes up and like congratulates her and she brings him on stage because I guess they were in the movie together And this is when Ella and literally the whole world finds out that uh, she's being cheated on and that her fiance is like with this other girl. Like it it just made me really mad. Uh, So she is able to escape um, like her bodyguard helps her escape that night without like the press seeing uh, and she flies into Colorado for a couple days just to figure out like what she wants to do next, like her the next steps. A couple days earlier, her agent actually sent her this ad uh, as a joke just to like cheer her up, and it was actually Austin's ad. And Ella thinks about that, and she's like, "Well, Montana would be a really great place to lay low, and I can play a part for a year and and play this and." Like, I won't get paid, but I have all the money I want. Like, this will be a good opportunity to just get away from the press. And so she replies to him, and he's like, okay, let's do it. Like, fly in here. Like, I'll meet you there on Monday. Uh, wear a dress because we're going to go to the the church right after you get off the airplane, and we're going to get married. And she's like, oh, Okay. Which that's anyone's reaction, right? Like you, you answer an ad and then you're like, okay, yeah, let's go get married. It's just, I think that's one of the reasons why I have a hard time with this series because it's just so unrealistic. But I mean, you never know, like people might have done this and maybe it's based off experience. Maybe like it's based off of like the old West, because I think they used to do that like mail order brides, right? Or like I know in movies or I've heard something about like Russian mail order brides. I don't I don't know, honestly, and I don't want to look it up. But yeah, I think in like the 1800s, they did that. Uh, So maybe this was like kind of based off that, but like a modern take on it. Or maybe they just I don't know, they do that. I know that there's a movie, um, I think on Amazon that I've watched and my sister's watched a million times and my mom has watched and it's so good. Um, But it's about that guy and he's in the military uh, and he meets a girl and she I think has like type 2 diabetes but she doesn't have any insurance and so they create this marriage and they get married so that she can get insurance but then they like fall in love and it's super cute. I actually really really love that movie but that's like kind of like this right? So yeah maybe things like this do happen uh, we just never know. Like, if this has happened to you or if you know someone, this is like they've experienced this. Like, I want to know really badly. So they get married. It's just them and the preacher and like a couple witnesses. But she's really nervous to be seen because she is a famous actress. And so she doesn't want the press to know or anything. She makes sure to lays low on the ranch. It doesn't really go anywhere because she wants to be incognito. He tells her, like, we have to act in love, like my brother and his wife are on their honeymoon cause they, like Mason and Reagan just got married. Uh, so they're on their honeymoon. So it'll just be us um, on the ranch and we're gonna like fix the ranch up while they're gone. And so she's like, okay. Like she grew up on a ranch and so she knows how to like do hard work and and get her hands dirty and all that. So they work really well around each other and it's actually like really spicy. Um, a little bit more spicy than the first book. And it's kind of funny because they're like, oh yeah, we'll keep our hands off each other. Like this is just marriage out of name. But then they get spicy and then they're like, oh yeah, we're not gonna do that again. And then the next night they get spicy and they're like, oh yeah, we're not gonna do that again. It's kind of funny actually um, and kind of cute. And I did enjoy this book. Um, and then like two months into her being there, I think there's a boy that shows up saying that Austin is his dad and he's 12 years old. And I guess his mom dated Austin when they were in high school, but then he like graduated. They like broke up, he graduated and then she had the baby, but didn't say anything. Uh, And so Austin's upset, but he's like, you know what? I'm going to take you under my wing. Like we're going to raise you together. Like your mom can have you. I want custody. Like he treats him really well, which is, which is awesome. And so during this book, Austin gets help with his PTSD. The day before the vow renewal, because they have to do a vow renewal Because the aunt was really upset that nobody was there at the wedding. So she's like, "Mm, this doesn't seem real. So they're like, okay, we'll do a vow renewal. We'll have everyone there. We'll have all the families there. And like the day before it, that's when they find out that Richard, who was the little boy, is not actually Austin's son. He's actually Colt's son, which Colt is their younger brother, So (laughs) that's where the drama kind of comes in. I mean, it was kind of dramatic throughout the whole book. But yeah, so I guess like Heather, which is the mom, Heather and Austin were together in high school. They broke up because like she broke up with him because she didn't tell him this, but she was in love with Colt and they slept together. Um, But then Colt left and so she had this baby. Everyone just assumed it was Austin's because they were together. Uh, but yeah, but really it's Colt and he doesn't know about it and they all just found out. And so, yeah, I'm kind of intrigued to read the other books for when he finds out. Uh, but yeah, that was basically like all the drama that happened in this book. <laughs> so not a lot. There's It's not a, a very dramatic series. And then they have like the vow renewal and... It's cute. It's great. And that's pretty much like the first two books. Um, not a lot of details, not a lot of like storyline. They're just trying to get this ranch up and going so that they can make money off of it and live their life. Like I would love to live on a ranch in Montana if I didn't have to take care of any of the animals. I would just want it to be like Yellowstone uh, where I can ride horses if I want to. Uh, That's what I imagined this whole book as is the TV show Yellowstone. And I wished it was a little bit more dramatic like Yellowstone. But, you know, if you like these type of books, that's okay. Like, these books are solid. And if you really just want, like, a romance story, these are it. Like, these are pretty cut and dry romance stories that um, they're not very in-depth, but they get you what you want. And that's okay. Like, we all have our different preferences, um, this definitely isn't mine, um, but my mom does like these types of books, and I'm glad that she recommended it so that I could try a different type of romance book. Um, I think it's a very interesting concept to have an email order bride. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up in divorce if it's real life. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like the 90 Day Fiance, right? I've never seen that show, but I've heard about it and I've seen like clips and stuff. Um, but you just like never know nowadays. I don't I don't really know. It was a good book and I know that this author is really good. I did enjoy her writing the whole time. Um but yeah, so if you like these types of books, definitely um pick them up. I hope you enjoyed my mom's recommendation for this week and I'm planning out the rest of the year um in the next week or so, so I'm excited to really like dig in deep. And I know that I'm going to be like make starting to make some lists of like my year favorites or what my favorite was this year. And I'll probably ask like my mom and sister um, what their favorites were, too. So definitely stay tuned for those episodes. Um, But other than that, I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you next time.